on this week's episode of Third and Forever. Kevin and I recap Divisional Round Weekend, then we're going to get into our Conference Championship Preview, and we got a little news to start the show off with. So, a couple, one of our teams got rid of a certain staff member, which we talked about at length, and it's not maybe who you think based on the majority of how we talk about them, but yeah. All right, let's go. Welcome to this week's episode of Third and Forever, presented by 10,000 Takes. I'm your host, Adam Oz, joined always by my co-host, Kevin Ulm, and producer, Dustin Luco. Kevin, we're here in the studio on a Tuesday. Yeah, it's it's weird. It feels wrong. Tuesday. Um, I feel off balance. Yeah. But it is nice. It will give me a whole extra day to edit the show and then yeah. publish it. So I can go home and not do that, which yeah. is fun. Well, same thing with the clip, too. Turn yeah. Around. I don't have to like go home and do find a clip. Um, but we have some news that we're going to start the show off with because the off season, like, you know, as we mentioned for our primary teams has started. So we've already had some moves and some staff changes. Um, mm-hmm. the Minnesota Vikings have decided to go in a different direction. Uh, defense, Ed Donatel, no longer on the staff. Yeah. And you're welcome because <laughs> I, I must've said seven times on the podcast last happen. week and i was like don't get your hopes up yeah because i've been on this roller coaster before and like literally i don't know if it was last thursday or last friday it was like it was like right when the episode you know when, right yeah. when we posted happened i was like i think, oh, it, was, I think it was friday oh look at that there it is um so yeah i have i'm gonna do a shot here first kind of a i'm glad he's gone and also for worst playoff worst. bracket you could just do yeah. two well, no, because we're all no, going to do gonna, we're going to do the yeah. final results. We've changed it. So while yeah. Adam's doing his shot, um, okay, it's going down. Yep, number one, um, we've changed it so that the third place guy in the bracket will do three shots. Once it's all decided, second place guy does two. First place guy gets one celebratory shot. So based on the remaining teams and the math, um, it can only be me or Dustin. Yeah, I can only gain one more point if the Niners make it. So and we all have the Niners Correct. making so, it. So yeah, nothing it's... can change for Adam here. Yeah. It's all it all comes down to the AFC championship game. And also and yeah, it also guarantees I will be doing three, three. shots yeah. after the Super Bowl. So Correct. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. We <laughs> should do, we should do some sort of shot bet during the Super Bowl too. You know? Like yeah, like a side get him up so four. we can get Adam up to four, and he can just catch us at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. yeah make um, up for your lack of hammered heartbreak. Uh, yeah, I don't think anyone's going to catch Dustin. No, Dustin lost like every hammered heartbreak. Yeah, you guys could each and a couple do, of the side bets. Yeah. So you guys could each do three shots every episode until the Super Bowl and still not catch me. Yeah, correct. Yeah, really. Well, at least I me had, for sure. I, I, I do. I've had lots of bets lost. I yeah. had eighteen bets. No. And you've only had one I had 16, hammered heartbreak no, loss. How do you so know had, how many bets you had? Jesus. I don't know. I had I had 12 Degenerate. hammered heartbreaks. Yes. 12 shots worth of hammered yeah, heartbreaks. And then Plus probably most of my six bets. or seven Actually, probably, bets probably. I probably split the bets. So you're probably up around 20 right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I'm that, winning. That being said, the Vikings are, have moved on from Ed Donatel, and we've already reached out, and I, we've actually had 
a interview so far, but we've had three Man. people we've requested to interview. Um, oh my God, first I thought, one, I you meant we were going to interview. No, 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 the Vikings. Like, the Vikings how does it feel I, to get canned? No. Yeah. <laughs> the Viking. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> guys, surprise. <laughs> do you deserve it? Because yes, you do. Yeah. First of all, how dare you? <laughs> I have a lot of questions. Yeah. <laughs> one, how dare you? Um, but why do you not like to cover the middle of the field? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, yeah. Or why do you continue to try to drop Daniel Hunter in coverage against like slot receivers? Maybe don't do that. You know. I heard it works. Yeah, no. We have to get him on the show to find out. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we we reached out to the Steelers to interview their linebacker coach, Brian Flores, who that I think for a lot of people racist. would be the biggest or like the most Wait, like that's the white whale. Brian Flores is racist? Yeah, wasn't he? No. No. He would people were he the said NFL, people were racist NFL. against him. Oh, that, that, okay. well, I, he, I just read the headline. That's why the <laughs> that's why the Dolphins don't have a pick because they actively like tanked. That's what the yeah. investigation came out while he was their head coach. And he didn't like it. And that's why like he's like, No, I don't want to tank. What are you talking about? Well then that was Bill Belichick texting yeah. when Brian Dable got yeah. the Giants job. He mixed up his Brian's. Yeah. Yeah, because Brian Flores, long time of, of Belichick, it's a very different I mean, all these guys are not in the Ed Donatel scheme yeah. of bend, don't break. They are an aggressive. No, they're break, don't bend. Man, man, man press yeah. kind of defense, which you've seen a lot of like, you know, the Eagles are running, the 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 Bills ran. The, all, the, all the good defenses. A lot, all the good defenses yeah. right now are running. So it's like, to be running that's that. nice. It's and weird. they're also young. Brian Flores is only 41. The next guy is the co-defensive coordinator and like assistant head coach, Ryan Nielsen for the Saints. He is 43. He, we just interviewed him, I think it was yesterday. Uh, and then the other one is Sean Desai, who we did interview last year for the defensive coordinator job. He's with the Seahawks right now. He's only 39, I believe. Um, so clearly, Kevin O'Connell's like, we're not going to go with guys. Kids aren't even old enough to drink. We're not going with guys that have been in the league for 50 years. Like A lot of young first-year head coaches will do that. They like to have some experience on their staff. Because they like to have fun. They but, don't want to uh, be hanging out with old dudes. Well, no, I'm saying a lot of them <laughs> no, they, will a hire, lot of them hire old, old guys when they're first years because it get it, they have they've they're been afraid. around the block. They know what you know. They they have some experience and, with that. And, and when the team shits the bed in the playoffs, you can then blame the old guy. Correct. It's a lot easier. He has the most experience. He doesn't even know what Twitter is. He's yeah. like I, people. People are saying what? <laughs> well, yeah. And so I, I'm I'm excited about it. Obviously, we're gonna find out as the interviews go on. There's only three open defensive coordinator positions right now in the NFL. So it's not like there's a ton of teams needing a defensive coordinator at the moment. There should be four. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. And then in Packer related news. Yeah. Uh, and so this is like, this is news, not news yeah. because I'm still not going to give this the full kind of distinction of being news. Uh-huh. Uh, Adam Schefter is back on his bullshit as he does like every year for the last three or four years where he, he just kind of pops up on these shows and he says, like, I think that Aaron Rodgers will get traded. And they go, why do you think that? And he goes, I'll never tell. <laughs> and then he just kind of skips off into the distance to be a little freak somewhere. So basically, that's the news. That said, I can't put my finger on it, but it kind of it kind of feels more legit this year. Yeah, this is definitely of like this is like the third offseason now where yeah. it's like a will they won't they with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers and but it's like it, it, this it's is getting brought up most... a lot sooner, yeah, and a lot more like tangibly, like, like you know, that we won't train to the NFC, we'll train to the AFC. Yeah, they, they haven't said that outright, but there are rumors about that. There are, you know, uh, a possible landing spots: the Jets, the Raiders. 
Yeah, the Jets are have the biggest steal. Like I, I yeah. mean, they are in a in a flurry of I think fan the Raiders, edits. <laughs> like, the Raiders just say that they're Tom Brady is they kind of like they're they're not they're not going with uh, Car anymore. I don't. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, cars, no, cars. They, they're, they they're, they're, they're done. The they're done. Car has even reason. said to he's like I've been given lots of opportunities to speak on my relationship with the team, but like I'm 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 not going to do that. Like yeah. what's done is done. Like Car, they're done. Like it, it, it's just a matter of where he goes. <clears throat> Indianapolis Colts. Um, but oh god, I hope not. <laughs> he, the, he's gonna the do. He's their type, man. I mean, come do on. The Raiders Washington. really need someone. They have yeah, Jared yeah. Stidham. <laughs> That's true, and he and he just works so well with Devontae Adams. Cause that's what you need in a quarterback yeah. when you're the Raiders is yeah. a guy that's buddies with Devontae Adams. Anyway, though, so that's that's kind of the the news, not news. Yeah, uh, we will see. But I don't know. I'm I'm just kind of I'm out of caring. You know, like it's kind of like I'll, I'll be sad if Rodgers gets traded just on face value. I just can't dive into the minutiae and if, the rumors and it's just like okay what who, whatever happens, happens if he goes well, to we, if he goes to the jets next year like i, I think i, I said that already no i'm saying if he goes to the jets next year i'm gonna be like what's like this is a troll <laughs> this is, right this, like, this, this yeah. is a joke this is again, a joke and like and then he sends a dick pic to a well, reporter his last his last <laughs> throw was a packer interception yeah. like like yeah, far like two for six or something. Yeah, and then, and then and then if he goes to the Jets, it's like, all right, stop it. Like, yeah. the, like I feel like this. He's just trolling us at this point. Like he's just smirking behind the scenes. Like, oh, this is gonna be great. Yeah, like I don't know. Well, we know it's there's just... gonna be a Packers trade for a quarterback or well, with a quarterback. Well, and keeping Love has said yeah, that he yeah. doesn't well, want to be there. Uh, yeah, and if, I mean that doesn't that guy. doesn't have to happen because Jordan Love has no say in whether or not he's a Packer. So, well, next and year, the same thing with like Rodgers doesn't have a no trade clause. No, they could just trade him wherever yeah like it's not like he has to get approval like contractually yeah but the the way that i look at it at this point this year was kind of freeing for me because i kind of view the aaron Rodgers championship window as over at this point Mm. you know they had three successful seasons in a row things look great this year the wheels fell off yeah and so it makes me feel a lot more okay with next year either aaron Rodgers will be the quarterback or jordan love will one of those two things you, you also said that about Another quarterback that you say Aaron Rodgers is better than that his championship window is done, but then he won a championship <laughs> with another team. Well, no, yeah, but that's the window with the Packers. I'm saying I don't think with a team Packers, in a different conference. I, barring something crazy, I don't see the Packers team. You know, maybe they can make the playoffs next year with Rodgers. I don't see them winning a Super Bowl with Rodgers. Look at the teams that are in the playoffs. Yeah. Look at look at what would happen if the Packers Giants? played like the Eagles or the yeah. 49ers this year in the playoffs. It'd be a massacre. It'd be the Giants. So yeah. it's like. I don't know. I'm just I'm trying not to get hung up on it and whatever happens. Did you guys happens. see the stat? It was uh teams that made the divisional rounds division records throughout the year. And I think the Bengals were like the second worst at three and three. All the other teams were like six and oh, like five and one. I know the, I know the Cowboys oh, wow. are like winless in the last no one, long time in the division round. Like yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I mean their division records this year. No, they're, they're, oh, they're oh, in yeah. division record this year. Oh, in division record. the teams that made the divisional round, it was like all like the Bengals were second to worst and they were three and three. Yeah. And then it was the Giants at one, four and one. It, it matters, man. Wait, yeah. the Giants at one, four. And... Yeah, the Giants went one, four and one in divisional games. Why you, Why are they next? What's your, where are you going from? We're best. Like, well, I'm just, wait, the Bengals were the best? The Bengals were three? the second worst at three and three. Oh. Oh, and then the Giants the oh, one, four and one. <laughs> I was very confused for a yeah. second. Yeah, well, because we got the Bengals three and three. We got the Bills four and two. Chiefs six and oh. Eagles four and two. Cowboys four and two. Yeah. Um, 
and then that's what that's and the Niners six and zero. So yeah, I mean, it was yeah, it was a big drop off. Yeah, I'm, I'm one four and one. I know that's, and it we, it wouldn't look so Tough. weird if the Vikings didn't you know lose to the Giants because they would four and two, and then it's like oh the Bengals the worst at three and three that's not that bad because like look at their mm-hmm. division I don't know, but. But we'll get to the Giants. Yeah. So let's start. We're going to go in chronological order here. We're going to spend a few minutes, like five, ten minutes on each game. And then we're going to preview, obviously, the conference championship games. But the Jacksonville Jaguars traveled to Arrowhead, take on the Chiefs. Uh, this game was closer than it should have been well, the fu- with an asterisk. Score. The final score was Kansas City winning 27-20. to 20. Yes. Um, Noted bust Trevor Lawrence loses the playoff game against a quarterback with one leg. Yeah, so this is where I think it was one of those <laughs> things where it happened like on the second or third possession of the game. Yeah. I mean, it was still in the first quarter, I think, because um, he didn't really play in the second quarter. He came in to start play the rest of the, the second half, but Henny was in there for a couple of drives. Um, and so Mahomes, uh, hurt his ankle and it, it kind of got rolled up on. It was bad. And, and, and then, so this game was having Mahomes basically hobbling around there. Couldn't mm-hmm. even get handoffs without hopping. Well, well, he, he left and then he came back and he did like a skip handoff. Yeah. Like, and it was like, they tried like a stretch handoff yeah, and, and like, he, he still, couldn't he get out. It, he made yeah. it. There, oh, he got like, there, but there, it, it was uncomfortable. It what really happened was when he had to scramble because the, the, the Jags' defensive line, they actually were getting pressure. Yeah. And the only reason it was not working to start, because Mahomes is that sneaky, elusive fast that he shouldn't he, he be. He just moves a little bit, yeah, and, and like, the guy goes flying. And, it, and he just yeah. he just makes things happen. But as soon as that, where he lost that ability, he couldn't really move around. That's why like a lot of drives kind of stalled out. And so I think like this showed that Mahomes, like a one-legged Mahomes, he's still a... He's still pretty good. He's still probably, what, a top... 12 top 10 He's quarterback top 10 for sure like a top 10 quarterback like, yeah. like that's and that's where it's like insane because i think this was a game where yeah you look at his numbers 22 of 30 195 two touchdowns and receptions nothing like jumps out at that but Keep in mind, he's on one leg most of that game. And they had the lead most of the time. Yeah, and like, but mm-hmm. like, he's still like, having... And the, the Chad Henney drive. Yeah. 98 yards. Yeah. 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 And, and and I just... Any game plan against him. Mahomes... No, you can't game plan for Chad Henney. We've, we've become so, like, oversaturated, I think, with Mahomes just doing weird, like, insane things that everyone's mm-hmm. like, eh. Like, if he doesn't absolutely... Like, I don't know. It's... it's you have to almost, like, take a, a step back and be like, okay, he's... He's in his own tier, like he is. Like when you talk about quarterback play, so that's why it's like, yeah, I just get so bored, you know, jerking off Mahomes constantly. Like I just, I, like he's good, he's very good. I just, I don't know. I mean, he's unbelievable. Like, like, like Chris can, Collinsworth can caught from a any, lot of flags. Oh, well, that, that, yeah, that, that one for. Yeah, I mean, he was like, he was and, like, I can't believe Mahomes made this play, and he literally threw, threw the ball yeah. the ground. Fumbled, and this man. is where it's like, <laughs> I think, uh, I, I think I saw it was. Maybe Dan Orlovsky. I don't know. It was someone that said, maybe it wasn't Dan Orlovsky. It was someone where it was like, there needs to have like a, they need to like cycle. Might have been Ben Zolak from The Ringer. I don't know. But they said they need to like, every color commentator kind of needs to be rotated out after a few years because you get so. They they turn into action figures. Well, yeah. Like like Collinsworth just just does his things. Romo's now at that point. Yeah. I'm like, the allure of Tony Romo as a color commentator is completely worn off on me. I don't think he I called a single play, right? No, I don't. I don't think. Uh, no, and I think the problem when I have when I listen to those games, it's just Jim Nance almost like jerking off Tony Romo, 
And then you have Tony Romo just trying to like do like he doesn't. Well, yeah, because you have Jim trying to get Tony to predict yeah. stuff now, where he's yeah. like, "What do you what do you think here, Tony?" And Tony's like, well, I, I, "I I can't listen to Romo anymore. I, I it's just his voice is way too like yeah. raspy." I think I think Greg Olson right now. It. Greg like, Olson's probably the best yeah. color commentator because like he the way we're gonna talk about when we get to the because he had the Niners Cowboys like he actually like explains things and tells you like what the the thinking is behind the, these like late game situations, all this kind of insight stuff, which is yeah. what a color commentator should do. Now it's just Romo and Collinsworth are just like sound bites. Hey, Kevin, they just give their hmm. catchphrases. What do you think Greg Olson would have said on Kirk Cousins fourth and eight throw? <laughs> what was the relevance. thought process behind? Uh, it? He probably would have gone through the reads. And as your we honor, all know, relevance, your honor, relevance. As, as we all know, KJ Osborne was the fourth read. We, we can prove that with science. With little dots, Kurt, on the field. Kurt Warner the actually would have shown the dots. Kurt Warner actually did break that down. Like yeah. he did have a thing where he talks about yeah. how JJ is the first read. Uh-huh. The problem is like the way the, the way the play is set up with the, how the pressure is. You only get to read one side of the field. You're not going to be able to KJ look was, that KJ way was and on then that side. He didn't. Did he, where did he start from, Kevin? He started from the left, but he was right. Yeah, towards but see, the right. you don't just throw it when you have to see the leverage. That's how quarterbacks make decisions to throw the ball where they are in the leverage at the time of the break because you're supposed to throw it as they're breaking. Why I feel like you're, you're just throwing the leverage words. guy? No, I'm not. Three yards downfield. Wa- like watch I the feel, I feel like leverage. Hawkinson didn't have leverage either. He didn't. He was five yards. He short. C- he critiques that. He critiques Hawkinson because he chipped the defensive lineman. He chipped Thibodeau, and, which he should not have done. And I have that it. caused him to be late, and that's why he was so short. Well, and so and so Kurt Warner not on the Vikings. However, at the 10K watch party this last weekend, I have it on good authority that KJ Osborne, the very player we were talking about, yeah. specifically said, "Yeah, Kirk fucked that up." He he said that to everyone. So, unless you can find a clip of him redacting that, I think we have to say that I'm right. I don't think you had that. You weren't there. You don't know that. I do know that. No, I, there's there's pictures. No, you weren't there. I asked him. No, you. Weren't. I was like KJ. Level, no. level with me. I no, played him the whole clip from last week. You didn't. <laughs> I know for a fact you didn't. Uh, back to the Jacksonville Chiefs game. So, uh, this is a good season for the Jaguars. Yo, absolutely. It feels, it they feels the, bad. They were the first pick last year. They were the first overall pick. They made it to the divisional round. Trevor Lawrence, though a noted bust, had moments of brightness. Um. I, I just I don't see how you can be that upset here. No, I I think that the, like the Jags. I I mean they're I'd be excited if I was a Jacksonville Jaguar. They, they did accidentally like, trade James Robinson, but Sean Conn is no longer thinking of going to London. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They got a home playoff game. People were in the pool. I mean, it's, it's a good year. Yeah. Um, the only other note I had about this game it was a good uh, hot mic moment from whatever is the Hockley's kid. His name is also Hockley. Sean. Sean. Oh, God. Okay, yeah, Sean Hockley. And I don't know if you guys remember, but there was a moment where he was, like, yelling at the players, and his mic was on, and he goes, everybody shut up. Yeah. And like, came across yeah. the broadcast. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of hot mics that were there caught were. this weekend. Yeah. And so, uh, but, yeah, that was a great one. Who was it that's like, I know what I'm fucking Nick Sirianni. Doing. We're going to get to Nick yeah. Sirianni. Um, but, <laughs> so, yeah, next, actually. So, the night game. Uh, that's a good segue. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. The, the Giants going to Philly to take on the Eagles and uh uh it was bad. I I missed this entire game pretty much because my company's holiday party was that night mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, I missed that game." And then I looked at the score like an hour in on my phone. I was like, "Oh, I guess I didn't miss much." No. No. So this was one where it's just the there were so many like 
like on Vikings Twitter especially, there are so many tweets about being like, well, you know, like I, I'm sorry, everyone, for making you believe the Giants' offense actually was good. Because, mm-hmm. like, no, 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 no. That's how bad the Vikings' defense was. But does this make like, it better as a Vikings fan that you look at this and you go, like, well, if we lost to the Giants, who got shit-pumped by the Eagles, then, like, clearly, like... I mean, you, we, we lost to the Eagles by less. I mean, you know, it was... We yeah, you lost to the, to the Packers by more, who didn't even make the playoffs. But, like, I'm just saying... The very prior week, it was a very competitive game, which leads me to believe that had you guys had to play the Eagles, you know, it wouldn't have been this week. It would have been this coming week. Yeah. But I, I just don't see how the result would have been different. And it, we, we we have to bring up that, you know, when this game happened, Eagles 38, Giants 7. Yeah. Five years ago to the day. Yeah. Oh, I, I Eagles was. Eagles 38. I was Vikings keeping an eye 7. on that. I was yeah. like, two more touchdowns. We got 38-7 here. Yeah. And, and so, I was hoping for it. I was like, you know, do it. <laughs> like, please. <do> it. <laughs> you know, it, it, the way it, it works out that way. And it's just, it's bizarre. And it's one of those, again, are we in a simulation type of deal? It, like, it's funny, though, because I I've got confused for a second because that was the conference championship game yeah. because of the extra week. So I had to had to wrap my brain around that one. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the Giants... They, uh, I feel like this is also a successful season for the Giants. Oh, in the same yeah. way we talk about the Jaguars, yeah. especially. I mean, we kind of knew Doug Peterson's won a, a Super Bowl already. He's a good coach. Dable's a good coach. Yeah, and he has yep. nothing to work with well, right now. Wait, why'd you say Doug Peterson? Because we were talking about the Jaguars. Earlier. Oh, earlier. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think yes, it's a good season. I also think that puts the Giants in such a weird spot because. Yes, Daniel Jones like didn't play well today, but he had a good season. Saquon had, had a good season. And he looked great the week before. They, they both so like, but also like Mac Jones did too. I feel like you you can't take like looking at the against the Vikings this season as like yeah we need to pay him a lot of money because like he's going to require that. No, but still like, I don't think that you can overlook. He played really well in a playoff game yeah. and we won. But like, like is I guess that's and relevant. that's where it's difficult because Daniel Jones like. Do you think uh, the question is, do you think you can win a Super Bowl with Daniel Jones as your quarterback? Depends. I feel like it depends on who you ask. Like, does D- if Dable believes it, then yeah, you resign him to a multi year starting quarterback contract. But like, I think if you can resign him to a modest contract, I mean, he can't have any illusions of, you know, I'm going to be the highest paid quarterback. Like, all these guys always want to no. say, I'm the highest paid fucking whatever no but do you think he, he can't be anywhere near that he could get a higher like it depends on what he's okay accepting like i'm sure the commanders need one he could be like would, you know what you don't want to pay him, me that i'm gonna go sign with the rival and like go to the commanders would you like, give him like 120 guaranteed i lamar just turned down 133 i personally i i wouldn't hitch I my think, wagon to daniel jones i don't think daniel I, jones I think, is that cocky though yeah. No, well, that's the you thing. Know, I, I think that he is that way too. So that's what leads me to say, if you can get him back in a somewhat modest contract for, you know, don't extend him for five years, extend him for three years, and you can get out of it give after him, two yeah, or him, something. Give him like sixty million. Give him some time in Dable's system to see if this is, you know, a mirage or not. I think if you were to give him the equivalent today to Cousins' first contract with the Vikings, then yes, that was that three year 82 million dollar now it would be like probably three year 125 or whatever 130 yeah Yeah. so if you give them something like that then sure like almost it's like almost like another like yeah we weren't we're gonna you're our guy 
but you kind of still have to prove it for the next two years. Like, and I, and I think that's probably the best way you can do it without like really pulling like the Cardinals with Kyler. Like that's a whole lot of money to Kyler yeah. Murray. And like, that's a, that's a lot very... of Call of Duty battle pass. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that's a lot of cod bucks or whatever the fuck they're doing over there. Yeah. But uh, if Daniel Jones, if he, if he eats Kenny Galladay, can he just get paid that money? Because like that's not yeah. doing anything right now. Yeah, that's, that's rough. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I think the Giants are in a weird spot this offseason. They definitely have real two really big questions. Did they also don't have like a great draft pick because they, they won went they, to they, the divisional round of the yeah. playoffs? Yeah, yeah, they're picking like twenty fifth or whatever it is, or twenty sixth or whatever they ended up at. I think it's twenty fifth. Um, so on the flip side, the Eagles. They Eagles are good. Yeah, like they don't have to to they didn't really have to do a whole lot like special in this game. Like they just played a clean game. Yeah. They played really well defensively and they put them in really favorable situations on offense. So the offense didn't have to be explosive. They just Yeah. Well, and, that, didn't and that's make what mistakes. we before we started recording, I was peeking at the box scores real quick going over and I started laughing cuz AJ Brown had 3 catches for yeah. 22 yards. Yeah. And they won by 31 points with that stat line. So it's like they just ran all over him. Yeah, I, I, I have a question for both of you. How? Uh huh. What are your thoughts on Nick Sirianni? Ah, uh, that's a good one. I, I, I per like I don't like Philly just because of you know reasons and like Philly fans are their own breed. But like I can't stand like you could put Nick Sirianni on any other team. I won't like him. I just think like. I, I'm really, really hoping the Niners give the Niners and Kyle Shanahan give a massive helping and humble like a humble pie. Like I just think he's so he's very cocky. He loves the camera. He's constantly searching it out and like co- like nodding at it. Like he's just like, but he's so Philly. That's what that's the difference. Where it's yeah, like, which is funny because he's from New York. And like, <laughs> like they, yeah, but they they have him. They have Howie, who's the same way. Where he's like, well, Howie's like the biggest like nerd. Like no, he, but but like, he's still like he's like he's like talking shit to like his own fan base yeah. on the sideline about like yeah Yo, you're fucking welcome and stuff like that. That's just how these guys operate if you spend enough time in the city of philadelphia and you like breathe that air yeah it's like uh it's uh, always sunny it's 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 midichlorians you know in the bloodstream (laughs) it's like philochlorians you're gonna say like it's like spores in the last of us you're gonna be topical well not (laughs) not not in the show apparently i nick sirianni i just think like he yes he embodies the city of philly but it's like it's like he's, he's trying too hard and I, it, I mean, it's, that's fair. It's like Wink Martindale trying to be like, I'm so blue collar, like all that stuff. Like it's, yeah. right, you're at the point, like, are you really though? Like you're from New York. You're not like, it'd be one thing if you were from like the Philly area. Okay. I'd be okay. Yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying about how like, yeah, he embodies the city and all that. And like, I just, I, I just think that in a league that like had Urban Meyer last year, you know, like there are some coaches that are genuinely detestable. He just, he just strikes me as a guy. I don't think he's that bad. He just strikes me as a guy that like, he's just someone like slept with his wife or like ran over his dog. He's just always pissed. And like, he's but, almost like just posturing. Like he's just wants to be like the guy that wants to get into a fight. Just to say, but, like I'm a tough guy. But I would you know. would you rather have like a Nick Sirianni or like a Mike McCarthy, where he just like has that dumb look on his face the whole time? Well, like early days, Mike got a little fire. He got red in the oh, face. He got very red. So a like, couple he, times. I, I think years changed that. Like I don't think Nick Sirianni, 10, 15 years from now, if he's still coaching, will be the if, way he if is. He's, if he's still in Philly, that'd be insane. Yeah. If he's still in Philly, I doubt it. But 
Um, yeah, no, I mean Eagles. Eagles I, are very good. I'm scared of the Eagles. I'm yeah. glad we all picked the Niners. <laughs> yeah. One one thing I'd like to mention about this game. Yes. Did you guys? I, I they kind of mentioned it oh, on yeah. the broadcast, but Boston Scott. Yeah. Yeah. The Giant Slayer. Yeah. Like so, in his career, Boston Scott has 16 rushing touchdowns and one receiving touchdown against the Giants. In what? I think it says nine eight. Games. It says eight games. This this is nine right here though. Oh, uh, he's got nine rushing touchdowns and a receiving touchdown. He has scored a touchdown in every single game against the Giants in his career. And like yeah. Boston Scott does not score ten that of, much. Ten of no. his. Ten of his. No. He's been in the league for five years. Ten of his seventeen touchdowns are against the Giants. Yeah, like like just a disproportionate number. Yeah, it's absurd. It's insane. It's absurd. Um. So yeah, the the, the Eagles look look really good, and we're gonna get into the conference championship, but. Yeah, the Giants, good season. Questions in the offseason begin now. So um, going on to Sunday, we have the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Buffalo to take on the Bills where they won 27-10. to Oh, did they? And this is one where obviously this was the build game of the week. Like it, it was. Like it was supposed to be. It was quite literally the game with the most Bills. The, the, be- <laughs> the best game and Dustin you should have smiled more that was I, fucking funny and I and I think <laughs> Jesus Christ Jesus, blow out. out the eardrums um you need to put like a disclaimer on that no that's uh, just that's gonna wake everybody up and, and, and this is something like I was so disappointed like that one like the, the Bengals start out super hot yeah and 14 nothing and it looked like they were doing whatever they wanted the Bills treated this like a regular season, like early regular season game. They're like, eh, we're just kind of working through the motions. Like, they just did not show up at all. I, I yeah. don't understand it. Well, then, and one of them showed up. One of their players was very upset and and yeah. and, and flagrant and emotional during the game. Yeah. Stefan Diggs, very upset. Yeah. Um, and I guess we can kind of talk about him at the end. Talking about the game, though, uh, the thing that I noticed here and they they mentioned it a hundred thousand times on the broadcast. So this is not cut you know cutting edge analysis. Mm-hmm. The Bengals' offensive and defensive lines just bullied the Bills. Yeah, and, and both sides of the ball, yeah. they were pressuring Allen like crazy. Mm-hmm. And Allen was doing that thing, kind of like we talked about with Mahomes. He has a similar, albeit a little bit greater mobility, but he still has that way where he can kind of he just moves a little bit at the guy, and the guy's charging at him, and he goes flying past him. Yeah, I mean, he's he's also built like a middle linebacker. And, like, he's a big guy. Yeah, and the snow helps that, too. It's yeah. hard to it's hard to cut and maneuver. And, yeah, I mean, he was under fire. And then the other side, Joe Burrow did not have that much to worry about no. from a pressure standpoint. No. It was, he got sacked one time. Yeah, yeah it, it, with, it was, like, three backup linemen. Um, it was so weird. Going into this, this, like, the Bills were 14-3, and three, obviously, going into this game. Their losses were by a combined eight points. No team beat them by more than a field goal this year. Uh, Bengals then go on the road with a with like three backup offensive linemen and win by seventeen. Like it was, yeah, it wasn't even close. And it was, it, it's just something so frustrating because, like, I don't understand if like Sean McDermott is a great head coach. He is, he's loved by his players. He usually, you know, they, he's never like critiqued for his coaching ability, but does he call plays? No. Ken Dorsey. So Brian Dable was their play caller. Yeah. And then he left. This is the first year of Ken Dorsey, who was the quarterback coach, elevated to offensive coordinator. He's, I can't believe he wasn't the running back coach. He, uh, just, he doesn't, I, there are so many moments in this 
where like he made it so difficult for the Bills offense. Like there was mm-hmm. nothing easy. It required Josh Allen to make stupid throws. Yeah. Like he had like that he threw one that was um it was an unbelievable throw on the sideline to Gabe Davis. And he dropped where it. He, no, like no, but Gabe Davis actually caught it. But I'm saying like oh, he, he had, there was no one. easy completions. And I and I think like we saw it on the flip side. Usually you're like, oh, you think about other teams. The Bengals, everything they did on like third and ten, they treat it almost like it was like a third and three. Like nothing mm-hmm. seemed difficult for the Bengals offense. And it's just so jarring to watch such a talented team. And especially on offense, yeah. having guys that are so good and so athletic be put in these really weird, like uncomfortable positions. And I'm like, Sean or Ken Dorsey, like, what are you doing? Yeah. You well, have you're you're making Josh Allen just like, all right, fuck it. I just gotta heave it down there on third and ten or third and short. It's like, why don't you have anything to scheme people? I mean, it's just well, and, it's mind boggling. And yeah, there there's an over reliance, right? On yeah. Josh Allen. He had his breakout last year, and so to a certain degree, I'm sure there is something where you go, okay, we have Josh Allen, we can do this. Yeah. But I just, and I tweeted about this, I can't understand how the Bills can't run the football, ever. Like for the last, how many years has it been? Like three years, four years? It's like, why why can't you do this? You are a team that can bank on snow and a home playoff game. Like the Bills, the Packers, the Patriots maybe, like there, there are so few teams they can bank on that advantage. It's easier to run in the snow than it is to pass. Yeah. And they just can't do it. Yeah. And I don't get it. Well, and they've always had like an over-reliance on using multiple backs. Yeah. Like and this year they've kind of cut down since they got rid of Zach Moss. And now it's just Singletary and Cook. But like they've always tried to utilize three guys in the backfield. So you're not giving a single guy like a lot of touches. And, and I think that has to do with like the profile and like – Devin Singletary is 5'7", 200 pounds. The little guy. James Cook is probably not far off of that. He is uh, 5'11", 190. Yeah. So that's like they have a type of running back they like because they like to have their running backs get out and catch the ball. Yeah. They don't have a, a downhill runner. And so well, a they lot do. of His the, name's Josh Allen. And that's a problem. <laughs> and like Josh Allen, yes, you want to use him running more. There were like barely any designed Josh Allen runs in the second half of the year. No. And and we saw then the Bills offense, what do they do? Take a step back. Like they were not as explosive because teams aren't afraid of the Bills running. They're afraid of containing Josh Allen, mm-hmm. but that's all about pass rush. If you're not actually going to design runs to actually threaten defenses, it's impossible then to really explode offensively because yeah. you have to run like running the ball. What it does, yes, you gain yards. It takes up the clock. It, you know all this kind of stuff, but it allows then these explosive one-off play action plays to happen. Yeah, like, you don't have to be successful at running to use the play action, but you at least have to threaten that you're going to run. Teams aren't afraid of them. They only ran it 19 times. No, I mean it's well, it, they ran it 19 times, and eight of those were Josh yeah. Allen. You know, un, unscripted runs. Yeah, and that's where he, he only ran for six. Six was his longest. Yeah. So it's just like, I I just, I don't understand. It was so frustrating to watch because, like, I wanted this game to be good. It should have been really good. And the big, I thought the, it was good. The Bengals, the Bengals held up their end of the bargain. Did you think it was good, Dustin? I thought it I'm not talking about the, the I'm not talking about the outcome. <laughs> Are you actually satisfied with how the game happened? Like, from, a, from just watching it and, like, a pure 
game the, the only like, thing, experience. The only thing I wasn't satisfied with... It was boring with as shit, because They kept one showing Jamar, and you couldn't see him at all. Yeah. They kept doing it. Adam, you, you tweeted about it, but the Bills just didn't have the urgency that yeah, they were flat. down. Yeah. They Wait, kept did, playing like did, they were Did you tweet down. about that? Yeah. Like a bunch? Yeah. <laughs> they, 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 they kept showing... The yardage and time of possession. And I literally just kept sitting there, and Paige can attest to it. And I'm like, great. Guess what? You're, you're, you're equal in yards and time of possession. Yeah. Guess what you're not equal in? Fucking points. Well, and like, there was, this, it means nothing something if I, it means zero points. Yeah. Something I noticed, too. There was like a minute and a little bit, like a little bit over a minute left. And, you know, they're trying. They're down by like three possessions. So it's, yeah. I mean, it's a prayer at this point. But still. It's the divisional round of the playoffs. Yeah. And yeah, you're the Bills. Winner, you're throw up. it more than 30 yards. Well, like, but they get everything underneath. They, like, they would throw uh, like an underneath, and then they would like, you know, the guy would get tackled, everyone would fall, and the offensive players would get back up and start like walking they were back to the huddle. Lethargic. Yeah, I was like, every, every motion guys, they did. And like, that was all game. Losing. That was all game. <laughs> I feel like they kept being like, oh, it's early. First quarter, like, oh, it's all right. We're, we're, we're going to get it going. We're going to get it going. And the second quarter, that's all right. We got a second half. Third yeah. quarter. Got the fourth quarter. Fourth quarter comes by. It's like, well, we'll probably string it together. Like, maybe no, they'll cancel this game like, too, and we'll the, get them. The we'll Bengals, play again. the Bengals weren't making mistakes. <laughs> if if the Bills Tomorrow were gets down here, if the Bills were like praying that the Bengals would make a mistake, it wasn't happening that day because the no. Bills' defense sucked. Because they were wearing the white uniforms. They they did nothing to do anything to force mistakes. They were getting zero pressure. If Joe Burrow didn't like a pass, he wouldn't throw it. They didn't make him rush through anything. And I, I just, it, like, I don't understand that. I That's where it was so maddening to watch. And, you know, it is what it is. I think, though, the Bills, they've gotten further and further away from the Super Bowl for three mm-hmm. straight years now. Mm-hmm. And, like, I your your window's they, not They closed. went out in the divisional last year, too. Yeah, but they were... In that game until 13 it was seconds. A cl- it was a close game. <laughs> like, yeah. They got blown out in the division around this time. So, like, they're getting further away. So, let, let's talk about the, the Stephen Diggs of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, he yelled at Josh Allen a lot on the sideline. He was waving his arms. He was yelling. Yeah, a lot of hands up. And yeah, a lot, he was a lot trying of to gestures. get Josh Allen's attention because he was too focused on the tablet. He was too focused on the tablet, tablet, of course, yeah. yeah. And then after the game. Well, the tablet wasn't yelling at him. I, I'd look at that. I'd look at that, too, yeah. yeah. Maybe the tablet was, yeah, they might have been on FaceTime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, and so then after the game, Diggs runs in the locker room, changes really fast, leaves before, like, McDermott gives his speech. Yeah. And somebody, some, coach, some coaches are still, in the, like, not even up the tunnel. Well, some, yet. like, third string running back or somebody. Duke I don't Johnson. Remember. Yeah. Practice okay. squad. Oh, yeah. My God. Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Duke Johnson grabs him. And, you know, when Duke Johnson tells you to go somewhere, you go somewhere. So mm. he went back, listened to the post game, and then left. Yeah. Uh, what well, what what are your thoughts here? Because you so you love Diggs and you love Josh Allen. <laughs> Who do you love more? Um. Well, I mean, in that, I guess I Diggs because he was a Viking. But like, okay. I don't. In I that, mean, so you hate Josh Allen? <laughs> wait, are you saying in that scenario? No, no, like in he general. Said in, you, in you general. Said, oh, I thought you said in that. No, no. He said in general. So with that or something. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember what I said, but. Yeah. Yeah, so so you like Diggs more than Josh Allen? I don't really have that strong of your like, team. Diggs, I'm not like in this situation. I don't think Diggs did the right thing at all. Like, okay, I get you're trying to amp up your team, but like he just he has a way of like he's a very intense 
he, he, person. Did you see like what he, he tweeted is. afterwards? Oh, yeah. He had like three tweets You or want me to be okay with losing? Nah. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, that's not what we want. Yeah. We just want you to not be and an like, asshole. I, I think he just, he's a very like emotional dude. Yeah. And like, he's always been that way. So I'm not, it's not surprising at all. Like, did he have his helmet on when he was yelling at Josh? Yeah. Because he hates his helmet. No, he did never seen a player yeah, take their own helmet off more than um, Diggs. And so I, I think it's just one of those moments that like now that Stefan Diggs is having these, you know, meltdowns and like these like cryptic tweets. It's, a it's just a, it's just another thing where we're like Bills Mafia, like Bills fans. Yes, we are the same. Like we know, we've been there. We get it. Like it's just it's it's the it's the it, handshake. Yeah, meme, it, like. it's it's that weird. Like you know, we are connected. Like we will always be basically the equivalent of each other. And like it's just. I don't know. I've, I've been there, man. It's I hate trying to decipher his tweets, and like I don't miss that aspect at no, all. Like no. that sucked. Be like he tweets an emoji. Like what does this mean? I don't know, but I'm not surprised. Tweeted uh, the eggplant. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I don't know, Bills. I don't know where you go from here. I mean, eh, it's tough. I don't know. I think I think that they have real problems. Yeah, and, like that uh, defense. They have guys getting older. Like both both their safeties getting older. Tradarius White's not getting younger. Matt Milano's up there. I mean, Tremaine Matt, Edmonds is Matt up there. Matt Milano was the only guy that looked anywhere near yeah. like game ready. Yeah, I mean they have a couple of young pieces like Greg Rousseau, AJ Epidenza on defensive line. Like that's that's good, but like they have you know Dane Jackson's okay, but they have a lot of old vets that like I don't know. It's they're at a weird spot because like they're always going to be good. They should always be good with like a guy like Josh Allen on their team. Like they're going to be competitive but i don't know the defensive players you gotta be careful about him regressing too far because he's he's regressed and, and we we should mention before we move on to the next game we need to give the Bengals their flowers oh they the Bengals, fucking awesome unbelievable they were dominant i we mean also, they, they dominated them from start to finish we also need to talk about uh there, there's been like a change with joe burrow not with him but with the way that he is perceived i feel like page was a real trendsetter Every single girl in the world now has a crush on Joe Burrow. Hey, and I a had year a crush ago, on Joe Burrow before Paige did. Oh, yeah. I mean, but so you're the trendsetter. Paige is kind of the early adopter, but now it's mainstream. Paige is like the first person I told about Joe, Joe Burrow. Okay, like, hey, that's fair. You got to get in on hey, this guy. Hey, look at, look at this guy. Look how hot he is. Smoke like, cigars <laughs> after games, but now I mean I can't I can't open TikTok without I mean, you there being like Joe Burrow thirst traps all over. You didn't like you didn't really you like give, him in college though. You got to give a like, lot of you liked him when he was on your your Bengals team. You gotta I, I like you got to give I did too. Like well, that LSU team was sick. Like, you got to <laughs> give Jamar Chase a lot of credit for that though because he dresses him, so he gives him a lot of that. <laughs> That's true, and I didn't know this until this week. Joe Burrow has a girlfriend. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. You thought he was single? He never posts like pictures of her or anything, yeah. so I didn't know. Oh. You don't post He's pictures. He's trying to grow his fan beard. I don't post pictures of anything. Well, I don't use my Instagram. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh yeah, Bengals absolutely dominated. Thank you for I comparing mean, me to Joe Burrow. That's nice. <laughs> yes. One one person Maybe the that nicest we, thing you ever said to me. One person that we do have to talk about though is Samaje Piran. <laughs> Why? Yeah, we didn't mention Samaje. He actually played pretty well. I mean, yeah. he didn't score, but seven carries for 33 yards. Five catches for 31. And he got a lot of third down conversions. Every time he touches the ball, I yell Samaje. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. 
Makes me so happy. His beard oh, yeah. coming his, out his from like, was... his chin strap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Got yeah. the playoff beard going. All right. We got to move and on. The regular season. We got to move on here to last game. Uh, we have the Dallas Cowboys going to Santa Clara to take on San Francisco 49ers, where they lost 19 to 12. Dem boys. Rock out with your Brock uh, out. Oh, God. This. So Dak, Dak. is the story. Dak. The, uh, well, I want to. I want to bookend our conversation here with the the final play of the game because i just fucking love that that has mike written all over it but to start off with dak here two interceptions i think one was it yeah one touchdown yeah through to dalton schultz a, a whole bunch of drives stalling out kind of within field goal range the first guess, touchdown was him throwing yeah, dalton schultz with yeah. and maher got blocked yeah, and th- that was a merciful block, by the way. That thing, bad. That thing was really not bad. going in <laughs> yeah. before it got blocked. But I don't know what the Cowboys do with Dak or Zeke because they're both getting paid a ton of money, and yeah. they're both not that good. Like, I I just – Dak Prescott has to be Dakota. the most – Dakota yeah. has to be the most frustrating quarterback in the league. Because yeah. literally, usually you're like, oh, he has these games. No, they were back-to-back weeks. Last week, he looked awesome. And then this week, he fucking sucked. Because, like, because he played a good defense. He threw two interceptions, and he probably should have thrown like at least two more. Yeah. I mean, they, he threw what, to wide open like to a defender right in the hands, and they just dropped I, it. I, so I was I was praying at the end of the game because I bet the over. And I was like, oh, I, I, the pick six to. I, no, I, so I was telling Jalen right before that play, I was like, okay, so what I really would like is a pick six. You sound like and me. And then, then the Cowboys score a touchdown. Yeah. And then the Niners score another touchdown or something like that. And he threw it right into the Drake Greenlaw's like hands. And I went, oh my god! And he dropped it. And she's like, well, he wouldn't have gotten a touchdown. Yeah. And then they showed the replay. I'm like, yeah, he would. <laughs> you sound yeah. like me, just rooting for like random plays. Uh, but happen. I'm cheering for like touchdowns to happen. Where you're cheering for like, I hope this guy punts it 42.6 yeah. yards yeah, and it goes out weird, of the left it's hatch. It's a weird like, thing. <laughs> um. So I saw a thing that NFL memes tweeted out where it was uh, Jalen Hurts wasn't born the last time Dallas played an NFC championship game. Played in, not even won one, played in one. That means Jalen Hurts' parents had sex, gave birth, (laughs) he grew up, learned how to play football, went to Alabama, transferred to Oklahoma, got drafted, (laughs) sat behind Wentz, and then went to the conference championship game before Dallas even went back. That's so bad. Like, he's yeah. he's lived his entire life. He's are been we conceived. Sure, are we sure about the sex? Like, did they go yeah. to the conference championship game like not, the year before? Maybe it yeah, was like, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's a hundred percent like he like they. It wasn't even like okay. the same year. Okay, like yes, he was fully like conceived <laughs> before they were even in the conference championship I, game. I did see a picture today, and it was like these are all the teams that have made a championship. Oh, I, I have that list. Yeah, I have it, that it list was right like here too. The, it was like <laughs> over half the league. I thought you were going to say you saw a picture no, no, no. of sex. So here's here's <laughs> okay. the list: teams with more with a more recent conference championship appearance than the Cowboys. Oh, you have the Chiefs, 
uh, Niners, Bengals, and Eagles all this year. Dude, mm-hmm. there's 25 you have, teams on that list. You, you, have, you have the Rams last year. No, there's you have, then in 2021, the Bills. Stop early reading. Just wait. I'm, I'm getting trying, You're going to read the 26 of the 32 teams. Yeah, yeah. The, mic's, the mic's in the way, so I can only see some of and the you have You have the Bills, Packers, Bucks in 2021, the Titans 2020. In 2019, you have the Saints and Patriots 2018, Vikings, Jags. 2017 is the Falcons, Steelers. 2016 is the Panthers, Cardinals, Broncos. 2015, you got the Seahawks, Colts. 2013 is the Ravens. 2012 is the Giants. 2011 is the, is the Bears, as well as the Jets. I forget about that. What a weird year. 2008, you have the Chargers. One. And then 2003, you got the what was used to be the Oakland Raiders, now Las Vegas. Wow. So that's... That's rough. Yeah, you you got twenty five teams that have made it before or made it since the Cowboys have been there, and yeah. like it's I I I think now they've lost like seven straight divisional rounds or whatever it is. Like when, it I mean, obviously great. it's it, it goes like back like two decades, but well, and so now we're gonna we're gonna come full circle here. The last play of the game, the yeah. funniest play of football that I've yeah. ever personally witnessed. Zeke lines up as an offensive line of one at center to snap the ball back just to, to get, Dak Prescott. Just to get pancakes. He gets plowed yeah, over. Yeah, he gets Greenlaw, absolutely Greenlaw destroyed. takes a second and realizes, I think you can see him click. He's like, wait, he's ineligible. He he can't go out for a pass. He just bull rushes And he's Zeke. also not a center. He's <laughs> yeah. a fat running back. So Zeke gets demolished. Dak has to throw the ball right away to Turpin, who also gets like, to, taken down. He has down. to jump for it, and yeah. he's still up in the air. And then you had, um, it was uh, Ward. Jimmy Ward yeah. came up and just planted him. And so the other eight guys, because remember, the Cowboys get 11 men during this play. Yeah. So Zeke's one, Dak's one, Turpin's one. The other eight guys are just hanging out looking, <laughs> and the game ends. And that is a fireable offense for Mike McCarthy. He is not a good coach. The Cowboys are a relatively talented team, and he's not like an awful coach, so he's able to take advantage of that to a certain extent. Yeah, he's won over he's won over sixty percent of his games with the Cowboys. Yeah. And like, like probably will be one of the higher like per- winning percentage if they do fire him, but the they coaches get fired. But they should fire him. Yeah, they should. Because he's yeah. not a smart man. No. And he's not especially good at this. I don't think the players like love him. I'm sure they think he's fine. Like I just there's there's so many moves that Jerry needs to make that he's not going to make. And that's why the Cowboys will continue to not well, be a factor. Look at Jason Garrett. He was employed a lot longer than he should have been. Jerry yeah. Jones, he is a way too loyal of a person to his coaches like that's just that's just it well i feel like it depends if, if the coach like lets jerry be the alpha yeah you know if you submit oh, for to sure. jerry oh for sure if you bend the knee to jerry if you're a yes man to jerry yeah. you'll have a job for life exactly and i i just i it's a bummer because the the cowboys defense played really well yeah um they're fun i, I think that they both defenses are you can see like i was watching this game i'm like yeah, the the Vikings defense this year just played a different game. Like it just it it's it's, it's just not the same sport. And like I think mm-hmm. they are they look so much faster, and they they get after the ball. And like they're not a, like you have to again. It's it's the difference in a bend don't break. No, this is a we're gonna hit you and play really hard and downhill. If you if you beat us like the Kittle long crazy catch mm-hmm. like that that those plays can happen. But the defense is banking that, like, they're going to beat you before that happens. Yeah. And, like, 
more often than not, they did if they have the right guys. And the Cowboys do have a lot of them. And I, I just, I don't know. I think Brock Purdy, like, is elite. <laughs> Seven and oh. Yeah. Yeah. Were you saying this about Jimmy Garoppolo? No. Yeah. No. What's Jimmy, the, what's Jimmy's, too, Jimmy's too pretty to be elite. Oh. Brock has that, that Brock, swagger. Brock got that. He looks like a turtle. Like he, he Brock kinda... doesn't go on dates with porn stars. Yet. 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 That's good. That's a good point. G- Jimmy Garoppolo didn't at the beginning of his career. That's very true. He got a couple he years. He didn't do that in New England. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, where's Brock going next? <laughs> I feel like that's when most people were saying he was pretty, though. What? When he was Garoppolo. Like, at the they beginning? They were always mentioning him being pretty in He's always going to be mentioned. He's well, handsome. He's, he's, pre- he's pretty handsome. and Brock's pretty. We don't have yeah. to like draw the line here. Yeah. I mean, you know. Different strokes. Yeah, it's pretty but tight. I, this was another game where Brock had some had some moments. He had some. He threw a ball like where literally in he, <laughs> in Trayvon Diggs's he Trayvon like, Diggs's hands, and Trayvon just like, oh shit. Well, like, that, got, that got tipped. Yeah, but like yeah. he still literally hit him in the chest. Yeah. He's like, whoa, fuck. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and he had one where he's like, whenever whenever Brock rolls to the left. Bad, bad things. Yeah. Don't do that. And he loves doing it. And, just... and he like rolls way to the left and then he like turns around to go back yeah. and roll to the right. I'm just... like, dude, stop. I know. <laughs> just throw that ball anywhere else. And it's amazing. Like, I I don't, I get it. Like interceptions, it, it involves, there's a lot of things. Like, it, like a, a lot more often than not, like quarterbacks will throw a ball probably should be picked but it doesn't because they maybe the db just drops it that's why they're a lot of the time mm-hmm. they're playing defense because of that and like sometimes they don't they don't throw a pick because they decide to throw the check down on yeah like fourth and eight or yeah something. yeah so he there there's so many times and probably it should have been an interception that doesn't get counted as that and i, I just of course now brock purdy they're like oh brock like he he's made the you know conference championship before a lot of all these guys it's like okay I just feel like he's also is. Is there a better situation for him to be on than the Niners? Yeah, no, well, there's there's not a better situation. Not, like, but I also like you, he is he is I, a starter. He is a starter in this league. He I, should be. That's okay. I'm glad that you can admit. Oh, that. absolutely. Because I saw you liking some tweets that were Purdy slander. I sent them to Dustin. Yeah, I can pull it up. Yeah, it was something about touch or interception luck. It's weird. You look at tweets I like. Well, uh, it, it comes up on the timeline. I don't see Purdy that. Has, Are you on like the first? You go. I yeah, I I, I'm on the first. It says Purdy has had an insane interception or insane interception luck in two games. Correct. Could have easily had six picks. Correct. I think it's skill. I think he throws an uncatchable interception. No, like, and that's where it's like. That's just watching. Watching it, you see him. I think he uses DB the, is just dropping the ball. That I think hit he him in uses the hands. like the air friction coefficient no. to really kind of. No, 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 There's like a micro vibration maybe, on the ball. Maybe he's slicking the balls up when he knows he's gonna throw. Maybe he's spinning on picks. Him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, that's like Drew Brees constantly licking his fingers. He can't Ugh. stop licking his fingers. Because well, the ball tastes good. It's yeah, like, he's like leather. I mean, pig. Yeah, like ham mm, probably. Yummy. Yeah, doesn't but, help. No, I think the the Niners like you can tell like come from cow. The ball comes from cow. It's called pigskin. Yeah, but I think it actually comes from cow. Yeah, leather usually is cow. I I'd have to I I I'd I'd throw a challenge flag on that. Let's find out. (laughs) Let's find out. Um, But yeah, I think in this one, like coaching was the big. I mean. Kyle Shanahan yeah. better coach than I, Mike McCarthy. I was considering like Niners better this, overall team. Yeah, I was considering this game right before it started. Uh-huh. And I thought, why am I betting on McCarthy over Shanahan? For decades, players and fans have referred to the ball as a pigskin to 
Despite the fact that the ball is yeah. not made from the skin of a pig. Yeah, I don't think much leather for, is... It's cowhide. Uh, yeah, I don't think much leather is ever coming from pigs. I think it's always cows. Yeah, Dustin, everyone knows that. Kevin, do a shot. <laughs> you got it wrong. Drink the whole bottle. Every time someone's wrong... In the, do you really want to set that precedent, Dustin? Every yeah, time someone's we? wrong? <laughs> sure. We're going to be falling out of here every episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that's it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have much other to say than fire Mike McCarthy. Cowboys, what the fuck do you do with Dak Prescott? I'm also tired of like Dak always get like he's getting less of a pass now before this. Like he always kind of got like a yeah, but like everyone would be like, oh, but like, you know, he got hurt or he didn't have the right people. Like now. Did did you see Skip? Oh, the jersey. (laughs) He threw away, is it two Dak Prescott jerseys? Now, the best is, like, he's sitting, that you can see him. He's waiting around the corner and when the, the video thing starts. Is he makes his poor wife, Ernestine, yep. film these. Oh, Ernestine, And, like, she you can it. see him, and she, like, goes, like, like yeah. knocks. Like, you can hear that. Yeah. And then he just comes in and does it. But you can still see him in the corner. Yeah. And then he comes in and well, throws and, it and, and just and huffs the, off. Yeah, and the, and the trash can throw was the most, like, old man spike. It looked like Gronk Well, you can tell, 90. too. There's like, no liner in the trash can. Clearly, he's, like, as soon as it's done, he goes and he grabs that out, out yeah. of there. Like, it's just the dumbest things. <laughs> I'm like, God, he's just. But he's done. He's done with Dak. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. His, because it's you know his beloved Cowboys. That's that's the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, Dak is ruining them. But yeah, Cowboys don't know what you do now, because uh, they're gonna have some defensive players. They're gonna really need to pay a lot of money too. So trade Micah Parsons to the Packers. That that's to be their defensive do. coordinator. Sure, I take it. <laughs> All right, let's preview the conference championship weekend. We start with the NFC at two p.m. Central Time on Sunday. We have the San Francisco 49ers traveling to Philly, taking on the number one seed Eagles. I mean, I think that both these games we're going to talk about are the four best teams. They're, they're going to be great. They, they, they are the four. Like in the last month, especially, these are the four best teams in the league. Yeah. And I'm glad that they made it there. Mm-hmm. Like, we should, fingers crossed, we should see two awesome games there, there's not a fraud in the bunch here correct yeah yeah like like not even potential i've heard yeah, people thank, calling the bills frauds thank god a fraud yeah team didn't which yeah i was like ah, i don't know about and, that and i think the only thing is like carried away everyone was because they were the perennial you as, know favorite as, going as, in as a fraudologist yeah and yeah. i think like because they played so bad that's why people were like why was everyone mm-hmm. on them to be so good like you know myself included like this I think they they because they were just they played so terribly. That's why. Yeah, I, but I'm gonna I'm gonna have a bit next uh, season. I'm gonna make a chart where it, it shows the teams that are doing well, and it's gonna be called the Fredometer. And oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna place them along. Okay, I'm gonna just keep talking about fraudulence. I'm sure the there won't. I'm life. sure there won't be any bias. In no, that no, chart. Yeah, the Vikings are just gonna be stuck at. The I mean, bottom. the Vikings. We're gonna start where you were last year on the chart. So like, you guys will be at the top of the fraudometer. Yeah, and then so you don't want to be high on. You don't want to like and like it's the you well, know because the more fraud you are, is it, I'm, yeah. I'm guessing it's gonna go from red to green or green to red. However, you want to do to, that. Green to red. I think I might make. Be, I think I might make low, like the maximum end purple. Just if you're low for no the, reason. If you're low on the fraudometer, it <laughs> means enough. you're not fraud. So you're yeah. good. Yeah, exactly. So I guess. Well, not necessarily good. because you could be a fraudulent. Like you could be, you could be a, a bad team and not it's be a not, fraud. It's not like about how you're good just you are. like no, you are bad. No, that's that's why fraudulent you are. Yeah, that's why people were saying like like oh like. You know this team, like the the Packers are frauds. I'm like the Packers didn't have a winning record. Like they can't be frauds because they did badly. Like that's not 
that's just being bad, you know? Right. So that that's just verbal note for me to remember for next year. I'm sure I'm sure you won't until like a couple weeks in this season. No. Like shit, I should be doing this. I like the word fredometer too much. Yeah. Um all right, 49ers at Eagles. Um we all have the <laughs> the, the, the Niners winning, which I think we all feel did, did a, anyone's, a little nervous did about. Did anyone's I don't. A prediction really? change. So really? Dustin's a not. If you could change your prediction, would you? If I could change my prediction, I would. Okay. It's not a it's not a slight against Brock. I still I still love the Brock, but the Eagles looked so dominant. They're at home and the Niners did struggle a little bit with the Cowboys defense last week. Eagles have a pretty good defense. Like I can a, see there being Do they have a better defense than the No, I don't Eagles. think they have a better defense than the Cowboys, but I think that like I don't know. I just I have so, more faith in the Eagles offense to score against the Niners defense. Even though the Niners defense is really good too. Just funny because I'm pretty sure that the Cowboys had the most points scored this year. As again. an offense? Yeah. Um, I'm glad you said yeah, that, Kevin. Pretty sure they did. Because so now we're taking so we're saying both defenses are awesome, right? Yes. Well, I mean, no, I'd say that the Eagles defense isn't awesome. I'd say it's good. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. They're opportunistic. Time, They're probably one of the more opportunistic defenses. Last this time is like Brock Purdy played against Jalen Hurts was Oklahoma, Ohio State. That is true. It's a, a revenge big, game. In a big 12 game where yes. there's no defense. <laughs> where and, the opposite of what we're talking yeah. about now. And Brock Purdy almost hit a two-point conversion to win the game. Yeah. Do you have the numbers on that game? It was, it was 40, 41 to 42, I yeah, think. Yeah, it was And it would have been 43-42 had the, had the two-point conversion hit. That is how they work. I So the, we're saying the 49ers defense is better, right, than the Eagles defense? Yes. I think that... San Francisco has more. Purdy definitely weapons. outplayed Hurts in that game. He did. He had five, Nine, he was well, nineteen of thirty, two eighty two, five touchdowns. They each had five total touchdowns though. Yeah, Hurts Hurts had, had sixty eight yards on twenty two twenty two carries. <laughs> Jesus Christ, three point one. I want to watch that game. I wonder <laughs> if that's out there somewhere. I think oh, yeah. the Niners have more offensive weapons. Purdy Purdy had more touchdowns. He had, a, he had a rushing touchdown. Oh, he did. He had fifty five rushing yards. Oh. He had a better average. And he had more touchdowns. Okay, so maybe I'm feeling a little more confident about the Niners. The only way that the Eagles win this is if Brock Purdy (laughs) has a rookie game where he finally shows that he's where he collapses. Great. Wait, so you're saying he's not great? No, that's he shows that he's not. So underneath it all, he's not. No, what I'm saying is the only way they lose is if he does that. Sounds like you don't believe in Brock. No, yeah. I'm saying that's the only way they it's lose. Very anti Brock. I I would phrase it as the only way they lose is if Brock collapses. And yeah, he that's is what I'm great. Saying. But you're you're making it sound like the facade is that he's good. No, I'm saying the only way they don't win is if Brock Purdy <laughs> doesn't play well. Okay. No, and I I agree with that. I think that the Niners, if Brock has a great game, then I think they probably win this. Yeah. I just think that we've seen a couple games in a row now where Brock he doesn't look bad. But he has his moments, like I we think, talked about. I think his the biggest thing is he's a kind of a slow starter. Yeah. So if if he gets off to a really bumpy start, like if he can't get anything in rhythm going, then this could be because the a Eagles bit of an issue. Like typically it, start fast. Yeah. If the Niners get behind early, mm-hmm. then things change. If the Niners just stay either in front yeah. or even with the the Eagles for the first half. And get in the second half with either a lead or just right, you know, tied. I like the Niners winning because of just overall team and, yeah. and coaching and all that kind of stuff. 
if if the Niners get into a hole, though, I I'd be for sure worried because that's we haven't seen that with Brock no. yet. We haven't seen in the NFL. He's he's never going. I don't know if he. I don't, I don't know the numbers on this. I he's doubt, never been losing. I doubt he ever. has gone into the second half with a deficit. I doubt that. Like yeah, no, I think I mean I think that that's if that's not a hundred percent right, it's it's ninety yeah. percent right. And uh, I, I think it just really depends on you know if those Philly fans can actually hit him with a battery yeah. or if like it, it's all about the the, yeah. the battery placement so to speak. Yeah. Uh, on you know those put guys. Jalen Hurts in the stands <laughs> to throw batteries. <laughs> He's like Buddy the Elf throwing snowballs. No, you, you put Gardner up there. He ain't playing. You just can put Gardner yeah. up there and just start hucking him. You know, Gardner. Nah, just he's fits more right of a jag. Yeah. Yeah. He's more of a jag than an eagle. Well, he did well, start his career. He's, there. he's quite literally an eagle now. Yeah, he yeah. is. He is an eagle. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I hope this is a great game. Like I'm excited. Be. I was disappointed with the, let's, let's with, do with the bills, but no, let's, let's do line over under. All right. What do you think? Dustin? Eagles minus two and a half. <laughs> Dustin breathes into Mike. <sighs> I know. I gotta think about it. I'm not just, but you said, throw. you said Eagles two and a half. Yeah. I want to say Eagles two. It is Eagles two and a half. Oh, uh, over under. What do you think? Um, forty one. I'm gonna say forty four. Forty six. No way. Dustin takes it two. Wow. Okay. Well, that that I feel like that's probably what, like this game is probably really difficult to yeah. play because like well they're good both defense, good, good offense. Yeah, like, I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, it could be it could be a ten seven game. There's or, no bad or, side of the ball. Or yeah. it's the Niners. It could be a thirteen three game. Who knows? It's true. I'm I'm curious to see how I want to try it because McCaffrey. I we didn't talk about him. Like McCaffrey, really wasn't much of a factor against Dallas. No, he was bottled, and up. he was kind of I guess, something with his ankle or calf. He's like, got a calf issue. Like we'll see. He's stretching it. I if he's good to go, I expect to see a lot of McCaffrey usage and Debo usage too. Like just to try to get their skill guys going early. I, I, I expect mean, them to to not use Debo because it would be more challenging, and Shanahan loves a challenge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he, we know he doesn't like to be out 28 to three. Yeah. He'd be like, fuck. No, <laughs> no, not again. Um, all right. AFC. We have the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Kansas city, taking on the chiefs. Uh, Joe a, cool a, versus a Patty rematch. one leg. Yeah. A, a rematch of last year's AFC championship game. Uh, Could Patrick Mahomes on a peg leg be good. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. I think as long as he has his, his arm, yeah, like, As, yeah. If it's his plant leg, that's a good plant. That's true. That's very stable. Well, keep in mind it is. It is his. It's only. It's his right leg that Patrick, has. That's Patrick hurt. the pirate. It's the plant leg. Yeah. What about what if he had an eye patch too? Yeah. Well, because like Cause then he couldn't see maybe, half the field. Maybe. That would hurt his vision. Maybe. Yeah. Um. I I don't know. I mean this this one should be should be really awesome. It, I, I hope it it should be. It will be a wrinkle. How much, how, how effective Mahomes is? Yeah. Because yeah. you know, you hear people talk about ankle sprains. You can play after the ankle sprain. The issue comes in the days following that. It swells up. It, yeah. it gets harder to move. It gets more painful. And so, I have no doubt that Mahomes will play. Yeah, he's gonna play. And I have no doubt that Reed will have a game plan that takes into account, you know, where Mahomes is at. Mm -hmm. But some of those improvisation plays are where I think you're going to see it, where he's just not going to have the mobility. Yeah. And the Bengals pass rush looked fucking awesome mm -hmm. last week. So 
that that is concerning as far as the Chiefs go. Yeah. The big thing with it too, you look at Mahomes throughout the whole game. And at first I thought it was his knee because like his ankle rolls, but his knee also goes down at a weird angle. Mm -hmm. I thought it could have been ACL for a second. They ruled out. They said it was just his ankle. His knee was fine. Yep. Yep. Just a high ankle sprain. I mean, you watch him that whole game and normally that'll get a little better right away, but it didn't, it didn't really look like it got much better. Yeah. Like it still looked bad. Well, he had to go in for x-rays. They weren't even sure if he might've broken something like, yeah, well, we saw with Tony, we had mentioned Tony Pollard getting hurt. Like he got out. It was a similar, it was a very similar kind of a roll up type yeah. of situation where his ankle got twisted. Warren and, Sharp was very mad. And about he, Twitter. he got back into X, x-rays. It was a high ankle sprain, but then he also broke his fibula. Nothing broken for Mahomes. It was just a high ankle sprain. And that's why he played the second half. But I, I, I think, yeah, his mobility is going to be a big thing because it's not like he relies on his legs, but he is, We, as we mentioned before, he's like sneaky elusive. Like he, yeah. that's how he can extend plays and kill you because he just, he is this weird athletic that it doesn't look like it should work, but it does. Like he yeah. waddle, he waddle walks yeah. like normally. So I, I don't know. I, I expect a, the chiefs to at least like Andy Reed playing to whatever will make Mahomes most effective. Like I'm not I'm not worried that the Chiefs won't be ready cuz like it's Andy Reid. No, yeah, and they will be and I just I I have to think that the Bengals have a better shot at this. Oh, yeah. If I if I were to, you know, bet on one side of this game, I would bet the Bengals because yeah. Yeah. I just don't see how the way that they looked last week how you don't you know, go into Arrowhead still, but I don't see how you don't beat Patrick Mahomes severely hampered. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Dustin's going to have the best bracket. Yeah. Called it from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that like, it's, it's a bummer that Mahomes will be hobbled. We'll see how hobbled he actually is obviously on Sunday, but um, what do we think the line is here on this game? All right. Um, do we want to go me then you Dustin? Yeah, we'll switch. We, okay. I think the line is ah, that's bad. Chiefs minus one. I was gonna go Bengals minus one. Okay. Bengals minus one and a half. No way! Dude, Damn. Bang- Didn't Bengals. the Chiefs open as like minus two and yeah, a half but or something? I think they gotta take into the the Patrick Andrew. Mahomes. No, well, I was thinking that. I yeah. mean, I gave only one at yeah. home. Yeah. Like, yeah. Bengals minus one and a half. Damn. Okay. Know. And Dustin, what do you over got for under. over under? 49 50 46 and a half Damn. So, uh, it's so, a yeah, sweet <laughs> doesn't swept you god <laughs> yeah um can you tell i lost a bunch of bets this week mm, yeah i bet Bengals money line though that was a good one mm. yeah yeah the weather the both weather we haven't mentioned about that they're yeah, both no, gonna no, be the spread was worse than the money Actually, line. No, you're good yeah <laughs> weather's gonna be mid 30s both games kind of cloudy at the moment the way it looks i don't think no snow have. yeah it doesn't look like it yeah um, 35 is the is the temperature right now reading in Kansas City. So well, it's colder up in the air. The snow could come down. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's gonna be like the Bills, but um, yeah. Uh, any anyone have anything else before we send it off here? I don't think so. No, nope, I'm all good. All right. Well, that's gonna do it. Thanks for listening to our episode of Third and Forever, presented by Ten Thousand Takes. You can go to the website at 10ktakesmn.com. Find them on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. At, uh, if you just search 10K Takes, you can also find us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at third underscore forever. Um, 
where we post our episodes each week, as well as clips from the episode, highlights, reactions, memes, news for the Vikings, Packers, and Bears, and as well as the NFC North. Um, you can also find us where we're probably going to be posting highlights and reactions to the NFL playoffs as they go on. Uh, you can also find links to all of us on there. We're going to be more active, more biased, more reactionary, more whatever you want to call it. So, um, yeah, as always, I've been your host, Adam Oz, joined by my co-host, Kevin Ohm, and producer Dustin Newton, Kevin. Send those refunds.